What up good people? Listen, you were not here by mistake. God has a special word planned just for you today. So sit back, relax, and get ready to receive. Amen. Father, I come before you. Thank you so much for your love and your mercy. I pray that you would uh, be here. I pray, oh God, that even as I am preaching, God, I pray that you would always, my God, uh, be continuing to work in our hearts. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would uh, touch on the sensitive areas that each one of us need to hear from you in, my God, in this time. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And we all said, Amen. Amen. You know, the question that's asked in this conference is, are you covered? Are you covered? I find that so relevant. Reason being, we're living in a time in 2020 when we are being reminded that there is a danger to our lives. And this is this pandemic. This is this virus. There is a danger to you. And in order for you to protect yourself from this danger, you need to be covered. This is something that is so clear to every single one of us, no matter where you go, whether it is school, no matter if it's church, no matter if it's your workplace, if you're at home, if you're going to travel, you need to make sure that you have taken the right preparations to cover yourself and to protect yourself from the dangers that are around you. I mean, this year we've been hearing words like sanitize. Okay, did you sanitize? Okay, we, we've been hearing social distance. Okay, we've been saying these words. We've been saying quarantine or quarantine. <laughs> we've been hearing words, um, lockdown. I mean, really, we've been self-isolating. You know, we've been hearing no mask, no entry. I mean, really. And then um, last but not least, we have the people with the windscreens. Come on, I mean, some of you, you know them. Some of them might be your parents with the windscreens there with the windscreens and all of these are measures to protect ourselves from a danger that's around us all these things are measures to protect yourself from a danger that could affect you that could attack you that could affect your health now the book of ephesians speaks of a protection the book of ephesians chapter 6 speaks of a protection and this is why the question is are you covered Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18, it says, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt buckled around your waist, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in addition to all this take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one take the helmet of helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. You see, the Bible tells us about the armor of God. Now, the thing is, even as we see in our country, 
you know, we've been hearing about these warnings. Hey, there's the virus, there's the coronavirus. Make sure that you are safe. Make sure that you are aware that there is a danger around you. But you know what? If you keep hearing something, you can tend to look down on it. You can tend to think, ah, but I've been hearing that so many times. And what I find is, and, and is, is that so many believers can be in that place. You can find yourself in that place where you've been hearing about the armor of God and because you've heard about it so many times, you don't take it seriously anymore. There's some places around the world that have been hearing about a pandemic and they've been hearing about it over and over that they're not covering themselves anymore. I want to ask you, are you covering yourself from what the Bible says is a danger to you? You see, the Bible is here telling you, I want to give you a news flash that there is a danger against your life. The Bible says that there are the devil's schemes. There are plans of the enemy to destroy you. I'm speaking to you right now. I'm speaking to you right now. There are schemes to destroy you. You know how your family may tell you that you are special, that hey, there's something unique about you. The devil doesn't think so. The devil has been working on the people and destroying people for many years and many generations. When he sees you, he doesn't see anything special. He has destroyed many people like you thousands of people like you and there are literal plans to destroy your future to destroy the good thing that God wants to bring out of your life there are plans there are schemes and this is why God's word says be covered wear the armor of God be prepared wake up guys there are plans against your life now imagine someone is giving you an assignment right Someone says, hey, there's an assignment that I need you to do. And what they do is they give you a bucket, they give you uh, soap, they give you a mop, they give you uh, a broom, and they say, there's an assignment for you, and this is what you're going to need for the assignment. What you're going to do in your mind, you're going to think, okay, I understand sort of what is coming my way, right? Because, I mean, a bucket, a broom, and all those things, you understand, okay, that's what's coming my way. But if someone says, I have an assignment for you, and then they give you a sword, they give you a shield, they give you a helmet, they say, wear this belt, they say, get your feet ready. I mean, really, what should hit your mind is you are getting into a fight. And if anyone gives you a sword, and if anyone gives you a shield, it means that what you're stepping into is you have to destroy something or you're going to be destroyed. The sword is to say that is to attack, and the shield is to defend yourself. So, so the assignment and what this scripture is telling us in the book of Ephesians is saying that there is a danger against your life and you need to make sure that you are covering yourself against the danger. The book of Isaiah chapter 54 verse 4, 17, it says, no weapon formed against you will prevail. No weapon formed against you will prevail. So the Bible is telling you that there is weapons that are formed against you. There are weapons that are formed against your family. There are weapons that are formed against your career. There are weapons that are formed against your emotions. There are weapons formed against you. But the Bible says they will not prevail. And one way, one reason, one way to make sure they do not prevail is by making sure that you are putting on the armor of God. Guys, this is so serious. And I want to make sure that this is not something that we are taking lightly. This is so serious. There are weapons formed against you. It's not a fair fight either. You know when you're in a fight and um, you're fighting one-on-one, generally we will say that that is a fair fight. 
But how is this fight in your life described? In the book of Ephesians chapter 12, it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against, check this out, rulers, against authorities. Number two, against powers of this dark world. That's number three, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That is four. If there is one person up against four people, that is not a fair fight. The Bible is describing your fight as you are cornered in four enemies, four types of enemies. Every corner there is an enemy. When you look to one corner, the enemy is waiting. When you look to another corner, the enemy is waiting. Are you telling me that you are still going to live the same way you've been living when the Bible is telling you that you are cornered? You are cornered. Every corner, there is an enemy waiting to destroy you. So why does the Bible say armor? Number one is telling you that you are cornered. So the Bible says put on armor. Because armor means you are going to get hurt. Yes, I know. Maybe not too encouraging right now, but we're going to get to the encouragement. <laughs> but the Bible is telling you, you're going to get hurt. If anyone gives you armor, it's to say, you are going to get hurt. You are going to be hit. You are going to get depressed. You are going to feel pain. You are going to feel disappointment. It's not always going to work out for you. So as a believer, you should never be in a place where you are saying, I don't, uh, I don't think God is with me because things are going bad. No. As a child of God, as a man of God, as a woman of God, you need to understand that that is a part of the life that you are going to live. That is a part of your calling. That is a part of you chasing your purpose. That is a, a part of you being who God has called you to be. There will be pain. There will be challenge. And this is why God says, put on the armor because the enemy is coming for you. The enemy wants to destroy your life. So we put on armor because you're going to get hurt. But armor says, even though you're going to get hurt, even though you're going to be attacked, what armor does, it says, you will not be destroyed. You will not be destroyed. What the enemy may throw your way, what uh, all these principalities may throw your way. If you have the armor on, yes, it will hurt. Yes, you will feel pain. Yes, you may feel depressed sometimes. Yes, you may feel confused sometimes, but you will not be destroyed. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 to 9, it says, We are pressed on every side. Like I said, every side, every corner that the book of Ephesians speaks about, this is the, the Bible, uh, the book of Ephesians says the rulers, the authorities, the powers of this dark world, the spiritual um, forces of evil that are around you. The Bible confirms that in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 to 9, says we are pressed, you are pressed on every side. And sometimes that's why you feel oppressed. You may feel spiritually depressed. On every side, on every side. But it says, but we are not crushed, we are perplexed, but we are not in despair, we are persecuted, but we are not abandoned, we are struck down, but we are not destroyed. 
The armor of God is there for you so that you will not be destroyed in whatever comes your way. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody put up some fire emojis right now and say amen and let me know that you're there with me? Hey, no matter if you are surrounded, no matter if we are hemmed in on every side, if we are pressed in on every side, the armor of God is there. God is there. And, and, and if we put it on fully in our lives, we will not be destroyed. We will be hurt. We will be pushed down. We'll be struck down. We'll be perplexed, confused, but we will not be destroyed. I want to speak that to your heart. You will not be destroyed. What are you looking at in your life right now? What is facing your family right now? What is facing your health right now? What is facing next year financially right now? You will not be destroyed. You will not be destroyed. Put on the full armor of God. Are you covered? Are you covered? Are you covered? You know one thing I hate? I hate load shedding. I, I hate, I hate, I know hate is a strong word, but I, I hate load, I hate it. I hate load shedding, load shedding. I hate that thing, okay? <laughs> I hate load shedding. Now, the, the reason why I hate load shedding is load shedding is against fullness. Now, what do you mean? You may be asking me, Pastor Jay, what do you mean? I mean, when you are watching something on TV and load shedding hits, you don't watch the full thing you are watching, whether it's an episode, whether it's a movie, whether it's the news, you don't get to watch the full thing because of load shedding. Whether you're having a conversation, you were speaking to someone and you were having a conversation, when load shedding hits, you know that conversation is that. It, it, the lights, the lights. The, the full conversation doesn't happen. Or if you are cooking and load shedding hits, you can't fully cook what you were cooking. Now, the reason why I like fullness is because God works in fullness. God operates in fullness. The book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19, it says, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. The book of Colossians chapter 2 verse 9, it says, for in him all the fullness of a deity dwells in bodily form. In the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 19, it says, For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him. And the Bible keeps speaking about fullness, 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 because that is how God operates. God operates from a place of fullness and he wants to bring fullness in our life. When God moves, he moves in fullness. He doesn't move with a half measure. He moves with a full measure. Look, just examples in life. You see, you have to study the full course so that you can get the degree. You have to buy, you see, when, when a, a, a young brother, a gentle young man of God meets a gentle young woman of God and wants to marry her, on the wedding day, he has to buy a full wedding ring. He has to buy a full wedding ring. I mean, really, imagine going to a wedding and this the groom comes with a half ring. The, the ring is half, it's not full. I mean, really, when, when he stands there and, they, and he says, bring out the rings and, and it's a half ring. I mean, really, when the, the, the wife, the, the, the bride, she sees the ring, I mean, really, a half ring and he tries to put it on her. I mean, really, she'll begin to tatazel. You know, she'll begin to tatazel. Okay, her mind will be, will tatazel. <laughs> 
if, if, if you don't know what's to tata zell, it means her mind, her emotions, they will all go. <laughs> she will be confused. If you want your uh, gentle brothers, if in your future you want your future wife to say yes, you have to bring a full ring so that she will say yes. You have to say a full sentence so that you'll be understood. You have to eat a full course meal so that you will be satisfied. You have to wear the full school uniform so that you can be a part of a school. You have to pay the full price so that you can get the product you are buying. The book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 says, put on the full armor of God so that you so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. I want to say this. It has to be the full armor of God. It has to be the full armor of God. If you are planning on standing against what the enemy has against you, the problem with this generation is we are living in the editing generation, the edit generation. We live in a time where we want to change the rules so that they suit us. We live in a time where people are trying to redefine things and change things so that they suit us. The world is telling you to edit it. If you take a picture, people edit the picture before they send it out because the picture maybe that you took, it does not fully suit how you want it to be. So you edit it. Now, don't bring that type of mentality into your walk with God. Don't try and look at the armor of God and say, you want to edit it. Don't look at the armor of God and say, really, this is a bit old-fashioned. The, the way of doing these things are old-fashioned. We, we hear things where people say, you know, the Bible is an old book and, and it's not really relevant for our times. You know, the Bible sometimes has these certain rules and, and, and you know, they are just for those biblical days and it's not really for us. We, we are more modern now. We must understand that things have changed. You see, the kingdom of God is not a democracy. You see, sometimes we are so democratically minded that we say we must vote, we must all decide, we must all choose, we must decide what we like, what we don't like. But when it comes to God, it's a kingdom. He is the king and he sets the rules and we follow the rules. There's no, we are going to vote about it. We're going to decide what suits us best. No, we take what the king gives us. If the king says we're the full armor of God. And in that previous passage we read, the Bible literally says it twice. It says, put on the full armor of God. You see, the problem that you may be facing is you cannot stand against what the enemy is bringing you away because you're not wearing the full armor of God. It's not the full armor of God. Maybe you have a few things on. Maybe you have a bit of truth here, but your faith isn't where it's supposed to be. Maybe, maybe you, you, yes, you believe the gospel, but your righteousness isn't where it's supposed to be. I want to speak to you today to say, and I want to encourage you uh, today, everyone who's listening to me, that if you want to stand, it has to be the full armor of God. You, you can't say you want to obey God 80%. You want to wear 80% of the armor. You will not stand. You will not stand. You see, 
scripture tells us in this passage in in the book of x um, sorry uh, ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 18 the bible says when the day of evil comes so it's not a if thing about what the devil wants to do in your life it's not a if thing with what the devil wants to do in your family it's not if the bible says when when so there is attacks that are planned there are things that are coming your way and you have to be prepared fully fully prepared for what the enemy is going to try and do you know lastly about uh load shedding reason why i hate it is because there is somebody who's putting off the lights there's a specific person who is killing the power. And I want to say that you can be the reason killing the power in your walk with God because you are refusing to put on the full arm of God. It can be you. Sometimes we think it's the enemy. Sometimes we think it's things around us. But I want to say that when we even think of load shedding, in my mind, I don't know about you, but when I think about load shedding, when the lights go off, I always see somebody putting off the lights. And I always think, disappoint me again, my banner. There is a my banner somewhere. They're putting off the lights. Don't be the Mabena in your life that destroys the power that could be available for you in your walk with God. Don't be your own Mabena. Don't be your own Mabena that you are the one who is stopping the power in your life because you are refusing to put on the full armor of God. Come on. The Bible says, um, we're going to go through this really quickly and then we just bring in this to a, a close. The Bible says that the belt of truth, the belt of truth, the book of Proverbs are just describing the, the arm of God and that it must be full. So the belt of truth, it says God detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. You must be someone, you know, I feel like Shakira was onto something when she said my hips don't lie. She, she Shakira, Shakira, she, she was onto something when she said my hips don't lie because the Bible says the belt of truth, the book of Proverbs again, chapter 12, verse 22, it says the Lord detests lying lips but he delights in people who are trustworthy when you are truthful you are trustworthy come on let's look at the breastplate of righteousness the book of Proverbs chapter 11 verse 19 it says truly the righteous attain life but whoever pursues evil finds death come on there will be life if you are pursuing righteousness righteousness means you are stepping away from a sin and a sinfulness you see even those things when you say but it's not sin it's not really sin you 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 step away from those things because you are seeking righteousness the next thing it says fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace the book of mark chapter 16 verse 15 it says and he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation you see protecting yourself from the enemy is also preaching the gospel is protection to your heart the shield of faith the book of hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 it says without faith is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. The shield of faith that protects you and it makes sure that you are able to please God and be able to walk through what, what God has called you to walk through. The, the book of Ephesians tells us that it even protects you. Faith, the shield of faith protects you from the attacks of the enemy. Why? Because you trust and you believe in God. Even when things don't make sense, you'll be able to believe in God if you have the shield of faith and and lastly, it says,
says the helmet of salvation, the protection. As we see in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power for salvation to everyone who believes. Salvation for everyone who believes, including yourself. You will be saved. You will know that there is salvation over you if you are wearing the full armor of God. I want you to, I just want to point out these, this one thing about the armor of God. The armor of God is not so much about what you are doing. The armor of God is not about, um, you know, sometimes we think when we're walking with God, it's about what you do. It's about your prayers. It's about how you serve. It's about all these things. The armor of God is speaking primarily about who you are. Listen to me today. You see, God is more concerned about who you are than what you do. I want to say that again. God is more concerned about who you are, who you are, your character. Check this out. Be a truthful person. Be a person of truth, not a person of lies. Be a righteous man. Be a righteous woman. The Bible says that you must have the be ready to share the gospel. That is who you are. There is a readiness on the inside of you, a willingness on the inside of you. The Bible says that you must be a person of faith, the shield of faith. It says the helmet of salvation. All of these things have to do with who you are on the inside, not what you do on the outside. Can somebody say amen today? I want to point that out to you because too many people are focused on what you are doing, but you're not focused on who you are at the end of the day. But you know, when I look at all these things in, in this armor that God has given us, I want to say that I was, I was thinking about this as I was preparing this message and I realized that God didn't give us anything for our back. I was like, God, you've, gave us, you've given us everything, God. You've given us the sword, my God. The sword, which is the word of God. Sorry, I missed that. The sword, which is the word of God. You've given us all these things. You've given us all these things, but you haven't given us anything for our back. We're, we're covered in the front, but we don't have the back. And then this, this, this scripture was given to me. You know, the back is a place that you, you can't see. The back is a place that you can't defend. And sometimes when you walk with God, it'll be like, I can't defend. There's some places you have no control over. But the book of Ephesians chapter 52 verse 12, it says, But you will not leave in haste nor go in flight, for the Lord will go before you. The Lord of Israel will be your rare God. He will be your rare God. He will guard you from the back. So, so he gives us all of these pieces of the armor. But do you know who has your back? God has your back. No matter what the enemy will do in your life. No matter the plans, the schemes, the attacks of the enemy. I want to speak some encouragement into your life today. To say that God says he will be your rare God. Yes, all of these things are there. there you have the sword. You have the shield. You have the helmet. The breastplate of righteousness. Your feet are ready. I have the readiness of the gospel of peace. Come on, you have all these things. But the Bible says you don't have to worry about your back because God will be your rare God. Your back is up, like I've said before, is a place that you can't see, is a place you can't defend. And there can be places in your life that you feel like you can't defend this. You don't have power in these certain areas of your life. God says he will be your rare God. He will be your rare God. Come on, I want to speak that into your heart. He will be your rare God. He will have your back. God has your back. But number two, the reason why there is nothing protecting our back, the reason why God doesn't give any type of protection to the back is because that is the kingdom mentality. The kingdom mentality says that we are not going to show the enemy our back. We are not going to turn around. We will not be intimidated. 
We will not be people who will turn away from the battle, but we will always go forward. We will always push forward. The Bible says in the book of, of Joshua, says be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. I want to speak to your heart. There are challenges. The enemy maybe right now has already begun to attack your family, attack your cousins, attack your heart, attack your future. I want to say God did not give us the spirit of fear. I want to say this to you. He did not give us protection for our back. He has our back because the kingdom mentality says we are not turning back. Don't turn away from the challenge. Don't turn away. Don't turn your back. Don't say you're going to give back. You're going to give up. Sorry. Don't say you're going to go back to the old ways. Keep going forward. I want to say a prayer for everyone today to say, God, to say, God, we are making this, this decision to put on the full armor of God, but also, God, we are taking on the kingdom mentality to say it is always forward and never backwards. Let's say this prayer. God, we come before you. We thank you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Father, I pray that you be with each one of us. I pray that you would cover us, my God, with the... Uh, we make this decision, actually, to, to put on the full armor of God. And we pray, my God, that you would continue to uh, cover and be our rare God, my God, the things that we cannot control, the things that we cannot cover and protect be our protection in those places in the mighty name of jesus we pray and we all said amen amen thank you so much for listening to the sermon uh, like i said my name is pastor jamo Gopo. Uh, i pray that we would continue to be blessed by this conference the armor of god conference are you covered be covered with the full armor of god take care god bless James 1 verse 22 tells us to be doers and not just hearers of the word. Now that we've heard, let's go out there and get some things done. Amen? Amen. <laughs>